This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, creator of the Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of all their people. So today's episode is about something that can happen on any team, uh, but I feel like it's exacerbated the more diverse your team gets because with diversity comes differences, right? It's, It's part of the definition, a range of differences, more differences. So it can be more difficult for people to understand each other's motivations, communication, and to cooperate together. And that can really be a challenge for diverse teams. And it can especially be a challenge for managers who just may not understand the reasons why their people are doing or perhaps not doing something or even how they're doing something. Now, the challenge with this is it's impossible to be perfectly in the mind of someone else and understand what they are truly going through or what they truly think. And what a lot of us do, and we all do this, is we tend to assume intent based on our personal framework. So do you see how this can be problematic? The more you have people who are quite unlike you in terms of their background, their upbringing, the way of thinking, and their experiences, it becomes even harder to access even a semblance of their thinking or why they're doing what they're doing. Um, So by being fixated on our framework, our framework, I don't know why I can't talk today, our framework, we actually make it harder for ourselves and for them to work together. So what can we do, right? I can understand how people are saying, listen, Joe, what do you expect me to be, a mind reader? Like all I can understand is what I can understand I can't you know, predict what someone else will do. And I've tried asking them and sometimes they don't really give me a good answer either. So I'm stuck and it becomes very frustrating to deal with people who are quite unlike me. So then you get into this dangerous default behavior of just hiring people who are like you because it becomes much easier for managers to do that. The problem with that is it works at cross purposes with all the benefits you get from actually having diverse teams, right? Someone can look different than you Uh, but they can actually be a lot more like you than someone who looks like you, and that can actually take away from the diversity of thought, the diversity of experience. So I'm not going to ask you to be a mind reader. I want you to think of it more as being a detective or a scientist, right? It's not about guessing or knowing or reading people's minds. It's about being able to understand patterns and see nuances and Uh, be able to predict based on behaviors, right? Not on uh, personality traits or characteristics that you give someone or that you are projecting from your own, but based on actual patterns of behavior and seeing sort of if-then kind of circumstances and being, I guess, how do I put it, being sophisticated enough and attentive enough to add this into your management skill toolbox. Now, some of you may be saying, well, it should be easier, Joe. It's really difficult to manage people anyway. You know, why should I do this, right? Why don't 
you know, why can't I just be the type of manager that tells people what to do and gets it done? And one good reason is I believe in the future, people who manage just by dictate and giving orders, those are the first people who will be replaced by the robots and, and you know, sort of AI and, and chatbots, right? Because there's no nuance there. There's no understanding. There's no actual management of people. You're basically just giving directions and orders, but you are not working with people in the way robots won't be able to in terms of really managing challenges, adapting, nuances, understanding things, the meta meaning behind the words. That's really where human beings will always have an advantage over robots until we don't. <laughs> but in any case, for the foreseeable future, you know, that's a real skill that distinguishes not just people from robots and getting a little bit sci-fi but you know sophisticated managers from managers who uh, just want to go down easy street and have everyone fall into line and be like them and i would argue that that's not really management that's just luck right you happen to have a team that gets everything and you don't have to figure out anything else i mean that's a minimal amount of management a minimal amount of skill and i would say a minimum amount of value that you're providing to organizations because what they really want are the people who can manage the tough situations, the situations that no one else can figure out, not the ones that are really easy or teams that are really easy to manage. I would argue there's very minimal management value for that manager. One last point I would like to uh, make is there's always a reason why people are doing things. It may not make sense to you. It, it may not be apparent to you. You may not believe it even when they tell you, but there is always a reason. Now, the reason doesn't need to make sense, but there is a reason. And there's real power in understanding and knowing what that reason is. And there's real power in accepting or acknowledging the fact that there is some reason, even if you can't understand it. Because if you don't accept that, what are you left with? Oh, this person, you know, is nonsensical, doesn't make sense, isn't a professional. Um, you know, in maybe 1% of the chance, in 1% of the situations, maybe there is something like that going on. But I would say in 99 plus percent of the situations, it's really just that you don't understand. Uh, it's not that the other person doesn't know what they're doing or isn't doesn't have good character. It's that you don't understand the motivations and the nuances uh, you know, going on underneath. And that is a challenge. I will admit it's a huge challenge for any manager. And as you get more diverse teams, it's going to be a bigger challenge. What I would say to that is, you know, as our economy, as our workforce gets more globalized and teams and clients in the market are demanding and recognizing the value of more diverse teams, the managers who can start to figure this out, who can be more of a detective or um, more of a scientist figuring these things out and learning how to manage what was previously unmanageable for you, those will be the managers that, you know, are the most valuable, get the best assignments, the best raises, uh, and the best opportunities. So I'd love for you to try one thing. This comes from a book that I read, which wasn't on management. I forget what the topic was, but it was really interesting, and it really helped me think about people in my life that were really hard to understand. So uh, if you will indulge me, this is a really interesting exercise and you can try it and would love to hear from you um, if it's helpful or not. So I call it the three-way play. That's just something, um, a terminology I made for it. So what you wanna do is take a conversation you had where you just couldn't understand why 
that conversation was so difficult to understand and, and why both of you were talking at cross purposes. So I want you to play it three ways, right? So just imagine yourself in a room and you're there, you're sitting in one chair, the other person's sitting in another chair and you're facing each other. Even if that wasn't the specific scenario, just for purposes of this, just imagine that that's how the conversation is playing out. So first I want you to play it from your perspective. Play the conversation entirely from your perspective as if you're seeing out from your own eyes. Now that should be easy to do because that's what you normally do, right? You see things and play them back from your perspective. So play the conversation once. Next, second step, I want you to play it from their perspective. So now imagine you're in their head looking at you, right? Looking out of their eyes, looking at you and play the conversation as best as you can. Use your imagination from their perspective, what they would be saying, what they would be hearing, what they would be seeing, and perhaps what they would be feeling. And then finally, and this third step was really where I had the breakthrough, play it from a third person perspective. Imagine you're a third person watching these two people, you and the other person in chairs facing each other, having this conversation and just not connecting. And you as a third person are just watching. You're not doing anything, but you're just watching the conversation play out and see how that would land from a third person perspective. And something about doing this way really gives you an enhanced, more like 3D perspective of what was going on, because normally we just see one dimension, that's our dimension, and it's very hard for us to see anyone else's dimension. So go ahead um, and give that a try, and we'd love to hear how it went. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thank you for joining us on Diversity Bites. If you're a social person, we'd love to hear from you. Please join the conversation by leaving a short message at connectioncounselor.com slash podcast, and I will leave a link in the show notes. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, diversity bites, belonging,